podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It is your instant match reaction for Everton 1, Crystal Palace nil. the Blues into the fourth round of the FA Cup. Our march towards Wembley continues apace uh, after one of the worst games of football I think I've ever seen in my life. But joining me, Dave Downey and Matt Flusk. Um, Matt, um, that was a slog, wasn't it? It was a real slog, but we're here, we're through. Um, I didn't really feel like we gave Crystal Palace revenge, like we were saying after that 0-0, where we were all very indignant and angry about what happened to Dominic Calvert-Lewin, but we beat them, they're out, we're through. We've got a winnable home game in the FA Cup, fourth round. I'm happy, I'm happy. Yeah, like it's that exact kind of game where you go, it's a cup game, all that matters is getting through, and it was... The Sistine Chapel ceiling of shit football. <laughs> it was a masterpiece of shit football from start to finish. And I can't believe that somehow Andre Gomez has managed to conjure something out of that. I mean, it, it, it kind of sums it up, doesn't it? That game of football deserved that goal in the sense of everyone's going to read the match report and go, I didn't know he still played for Everton. <laughs> like anyone who's not a Toffee, and probably half the Toffees as well. So that's exactly what it deserved, and just I'm, I'm so cold still. I'm about to drink a cold beer for some reason because I'm an idiot. I should have asked for a hot toddy, but God, yeah, and, and, we, and we didn't get our revenge. Um, and in a way, we really even got like a satisfying win because when Roy Hodgson decided to make his rake his substitutions, oh, we'll talk about that. Like yeah. he, he threw in the biggest towel I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you know what they was thinking in the first half there? Like, do you know Mike Bassett where the England have that game where it's nil-nil? And you don't actually see any of the game, but like they do like little cutaways of like strained footballers' faces and the ball getting kicked yeah, out of yeah, play. Yeah. And it just cuts like nil-nil in the dressing room at the end. I was like, this this is that game, like being played out in front of our eyes. Because the, fir- the first 40 minutes of the first half I was like, oh my word. Like it was it was comically bad from both sides. But then then we get a moment and it, you know. It's very cliche, isn't it? But you'd either get a mistake or a moment in games like that that can swing at your favour or swing it against you. And, and Andre Gomez, whatever you think about him, um, probably not going to be an Everton player for much longer beyond <laughs> beyond maybe this maybe this window. Who knows? But that lad has got quality in his boots, and he showed it there. Yeah, he did. Uh, he, he was the, the real touch of class on the, on the whole night, wasn't he? Flushes falling apart here with you saying that, but um, yeah, it's, it is one of those cliches, isn't it? It doesn't matter how you do, you just get into the next round of the cup. Um, <laughs> do you know what you just reminds me of there, though, with, um, with Bassett, though? That, that, the time when he's Andre Gomez or Tonka, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's just when he's trying to get onto the, onto the bus, yeah, and they're all kicking off on him, saying, Put him in midfield, put him in midfield, and he just goes, Fuck off. <laughs> you just imagine Dyson. <laughs> Roy Hodgson doing that today, couldn't you? Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a, a dreadful take. And you know, it does actually remind me of some of the uh, some of games like that in cup early cup games when we were under Moyes. They'd be exactly like that. You know, we'd have games like that in the past where it was absolute stinkers. I remember the one, but for the sake of Howard scoring that time against Bolton, 
That was God. absolutely dreadful. I think the time when um, they might lost. Phil, yeah. <laughs> uh, Phil Neville scored one in, in one of those stages early doors. Was, as well. was one in, when we got to the final in 2009 against Macclesfield where Osman scored an absolute belter, yeah. but we were awful yeah. and we won one nil. Yeah. yeah, it's just and you know we're watching one now, aren't we? Watching the end of this uh, extra time with Blackpool and Forest here, and it just looks. You see the look of the pitch. You see everyone wearing gloves. Empty. Yeah, you're just looking at it thinking. No one can be asked playing football at eight o'clock till about ten on whatever night through the week. Do you know what I mean? It's when it's just that time of Minus year where five. no, exactly, and um, yeah, it's 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 a horrible game to watch. But you know, if you'd have taken a one 0 win in the league, especially mate, then you'd be you'd be going cock a hoop right now, wouldn't you? So you've got to keep that in mind. Playing a game like that really is um, big. The big point that we'd be suggested to talk about would be Calvert Lewin. Um, Still, it was actually better tonight. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think much happened for him, but it wasn't the type of game that Woods really. I didn't think there was any chances or many chances either end of the pitch. He looked fit. He, he looked like he was willing to graft here, um, not stuff that's necessarily associated with him. So it, it was that it was that type of game where he's the, he's the one you want something to fall to. If he's got the goal rather than a really quality free kick from Gomez, that's the type of thing that kicks him on. You're waiting for the next game he's got and you're really looking forward to seeing him kicking on. But yeah, other than that, it's an absolute stinker of a game. He can't wait to get home. Um, pop quiz, <laughs> when was the last time he scored a free kick? At all. There's two, there are two arguments that I've seen so far and apparently it was said on the Everton commentary on the website so I haven't seen that. But I think Laura mentioned it in our group. Um, there's two. Is Luca Dean for both of them? One was away against Lincoln. That's yeah, the most recent. That, that's the most recent right. Part, okay. Yeah. And then the one that I remember distinctly was when we beat Watford. I think it was three-two. We beat Watford. Uh, there's one after that in the league, which is Burnley. Was well, there really? Burnley, but on Boxing Burnley Day, away, we won five-one. Five-one. Yeah. One, yeah. Oh. Ah, yeah. Remember that now? Because it was at the far end of the pitch. Because it was at that game. That was Luca Dean as well. Yeah. That we're talking about. Five years. Five years. years. The two, so the, the one against Lincoln was 2018. <laughs> uh, uh, so it would have been August 2018. Um, and the one in the league would have been God. <laughs> Even 2017, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one with um, Luca Dean scoring against Watford, though, was that just after we got Richarlison? Yeah, so he scored, he scored two in quick succession. He scored against Watford last minute to equalise 2 2. Yeah. And he scored, I think, to put us one nil, maybe two nil up against Burnley away. Oh, no, that would have been the look of Dean, who's on our pencil as well. Um, um, yeah, but it's um, the fact we're talking about that, what, five, <laughs> five minutes into the post match, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, things like this in cup games, and you said it yourself earlier this week, you don't really give a shit what's going on in the league as long as you stay up in it and then just focus on going in the FA Cup. You do it in this sort of way. I'm sure, well, certainly I remember it just about 95 when I think Dave Watson got a 1-0 scrappy winner against Newcastle. And I think we beat uh, uh, Norwich as well in that build-up. These things just start to build for you gradually. And Look, we all know we'll be talking about this. We've got to do loads of stuff on, on the Blue Room, talking about what's going on with 777 and 777 points or whatever it is we're, getting, <laughs> we're, we're going to be getting against us. But... Um, it's this that happens on the slide, and I think that that's when your season starts to grow. Yeah. I mean, the draw, we've got Luton at home next. You know, you, you start getting things like that, you start getting home games, you start getting the players to actually think, do you know what? This is the sort of season that I'm looking for here. Everything else appeals and all that, like you rightly said, yeah. put that on the back burner and just crack on with what we've got to come. Yeah, and it's a, 
it's a perfect next round draw. Um, it's not of the Marana skin of a lower league club. It's a, a well, I was going to say bottom feeder, but that's un, that's unkind. But uh, a bottom of the table side in the Premier League. You wonder will they fancy it? You wonder if we can land a psychological blow if we beat them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's absolutely perfect and. I can't think of much more to say, really, just well, other they, than it's good to be in the hat, although yeah. the hat's already been drawn. They won 2-1 away at Bolton last night, and I've seen um, the interview of Rick... Rob Edwards. Rob Edwards, sorry. Rob, Rob Edwards. Um, Rick Edwards, somebody else Rick Edwards, Rick, five lives. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. Say that as well, have you spoken to him a few times? Um, yeah, but <laughs> the manager didn't look overly thrilled that they won that. Um, uh-huh. even, even though like it's an upset if Bolton come and beat you, because um, quite clearly they're at the end of this season staying in, in, in the top 17 um, sadly that's ours but um, I, th- I think our mentality it shows you how things are different there because I think someone guys will be delighted that we've gone through to the next round whereas you've got the manager that side who are one or two points behind us in the league who are thinking no don't want any of this now I want to focus on what I've got coming up so um, to, to go as far as saying that I'm thrilled um, bit of a Going a bit too far to say thrilled, but I'm, I'm unintrigued by that to be honest with you, Matt. Considering what you said, mostly to be honest with you, because I thought a lot about that saying that you know you've got to get to a stage like you did, similar with the, the Fulham semi in the League Cup. You, you do get to a stage where you know you, you, we can't, we can't as fans, and again, we've mentioned this a lot. If you did that fantastic chat that I had with Pete uh, on, on the subs weekly yesterday, you get to a stage as a fan where you're like, What are we actually in this for? What are we in this for us to win games and to win trophies if you possibly can? We haven't for a very long time. We've got to put that ahead of everything else, really, because we can't affect, as fans, what's going on in that league and what's going to come out of all sorts of different commissions and other people that we don't even know. Gang of bellheads with funny hats on, do you know what I mean? We, <laughs> that, that, that's what we... Funny hats on? That's what we... Uh, uh, you don't wear mad hats at the Premier League, do you? Yeah, you I'm imagine asking... it like the stonecutters or something. <laughs> I imagine like the Wizards Court in Harry Potter when they've all got those weird hats on. Yeah. The hat, the fucking hat that talks at the start of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. It's like ten points. <laughs> Gryffindor. <laughs> ten points to Gryffindor. <laughs> ten points to someone else, not Evan. But yeah, that, that's what I mean by I think when we struggled to talk about it and it was quite a quite a difficult chat the three of us had on Monday, me, you and, and Les about this was you know, what are we in it for? You were nearly pulling, pulling all your hair out when we were talking. I had what's left of mine trying to pull that out as well. The stuff we were talking about with it was how difficult it is to talk about Everton when it's not related to football. And we found ourselves doing a lot more of that than actually what goes on on the pitch. It's sort of ironic that we're sitting here tonight, we'd not talk, talk about football because it was such a shit game. Yeah. But it's like, like this is... The FA Cup is like the only sort of pure bit of football we've got left this season because, like, we could get points back, we might not get points back. We could get points back, then stay up, then get points taken off. It's like, like we were saying on Monday, like, how do you enjoy those Premier League wins when you don't really know what they mean or if they mean anything, like, you know, going forward? And it's like you said, it's any impurity. Impurity as, and, and this is it. It's all we have here because the league we're sitting there pissing and moaning about league points and whatnot. And like Les said there, quite correctly, if you go back and listen to that on Monday, what Les was talking about was 
how and don't want to go deep into it, but how's this going to work when these points get taken or added? How does it work when it's not happened before the season started? They're now saying it needs to happen before the season's finished. All of that nonsense, it's difficult to put at the back of your mind. But if there's something that is pure from football that we like to see, it's going through in the FA Cup, most traditional trophy in the world, isn't it? I did. I was listening on Monday on my way here to do the uh, quiz league match, and I nearly fell straight into the road when I heard you say the words, "If we win the cup, they can't take that off us." You actually said those words. Do you not think they can, think they can take it off us? Oh, I'm sure they'll try. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, are you not reading the giant room by really, now? Really, they, they will get us anyway. They can swap with the FA Cup for the points that we've lost. Just like, give, the, give the FA Cup in. back. Yeah, like money in the mean. bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like deal or no deal or something like that. Yeah. But like, like now it doesn't feel like you know what you're saying, Dave. Like thrilled. It's it's hard to feel <laughs> thrilled after watching ninety minutes of that and being that cold and like just getting through it. But like. Say like get Newton to Saturday three o'clock, isn't it? That that is that is confirmed. Like that, that's one of them for goodness of the ages, you know. And beating them and going through into the, like the last sixteen or whatever it be at that point, like that will feel good. Like you know, even if we saw the exact same game tonight, just by virtue of being Saturday three o'clock, not all knackered, not all been work, you know, that will feel better. And then I'd be like, right, who can we get? And like I hate myself for saying this because I hate when people do this, but like if you look at that draw. Arsenal are already out West Ham are already out um, one of City or Spurs are going to go out one of Chelsea or Villa are going to go out one of Newcastle or Fulham are going to go out in the next round you know there are a lot of Championship first Championship Championship League one lower league teams that are, that are still in it and like if you, if you get you know it's, it's hard to look too far ahead obviously but I'm just all in on this this cup now because I just, I just don't want to be thinking constantly about the Premier League and doing sums about oh we get five points back and then lose ten where are we going to be then like you know that, that sort of stuff's um, doing me head in but just just quickly a bit on the game um, I know you laughed and said about Gomez Matt but um, I, I think he's shown that in the bursts here and there he can definitely offer us something like a first, oh, yeah. I think for the first what a professional I think for the first like 45 well the first half really for the, for the first half today I thought he was comfortably the best player on the pitch yeah. um, positive on the ball he actually wins the free kick doesn't he as well by like a really good run where he cuts back inside and, and taking the positive option and maybe because maybe because he's playing further forward now he sort of got to do that a bit more but like whether he starts games whether he comes off the bench for half an hour like this is a lad who can definitely bring something to this team between now and the end of the season. Yeah, 100%. And he's truly creative. Yeah. And I mentioned this a couple of months ago on this pod. Like The true meaning of creativity is not running into the side of the box, floating up a little cross and watching the centre forward try and head it in. That's not creativity. Creativity is doing something unexpected. Even if it doesn't lead to a chance at goal, just something that makes the opposition go, oh... Okay, right, okay, we've got to reset ourselves here. Wasn't expecting him to go that way or something. And he was doing it all that first half. Yeah. He, he was just like little turns, little flicks. And it, it, did, it did give us a different dimension from even when we've been in our best this season. We've been at our best when Decore's been charging through everyone like a tank. But then to have a, that bit of guile in that position and, oh, my God, to see them on the pitch together. do Like, one doing one, one doing the other. I suppose that's the only thing. It's like, it feels like they've both got to kind of play in the same position. Like, they're both extremely different players, but it's like, how how do you get both into the team? Because I kind of feel like you wouldn't trust Gomez <laughs> to play deeper because he's not got the legs anymore. 
I think if you played the core eight deeper, you're kind of losing a lot from his attacking play as well. So you can't, you can't play two number tens, really, can you? I don't know if you're just getting the both into the side. It is a bit Ronald Koeman, isn't it? <laughs> Trying to play two number tens. But, I mean, the way I see it, and I might be being a bit uncharitable here, we've got room for another midfielder in that midfield because Amadou Anan is offering very little right now he's watching games go past him he, he did have a couple of moments today where you were like yeah that's what you can do like can you do that more often please but the amount of times I've just seen like pairs of players or cheers of players just skip past them pass a little triangle and I'm not talking about Manchester City I'm talking about Crystal Palace and like God love them the midfield in general God love them they're like the southern version of us at times in many ways except for the you know the actual history but in terms of vibes they're absolutely dog shit like they've got some very talented players but the way they actually play football it's just it's awful to watch and I'm sure their fans at the moment would agree so if a team like that is running rings around Amadou Anana today for 75% of the game <sighs> You're thinking it's it's not even a question of ability, is it? It's like, do you think you're too good to be on that pitch? I, think, I, think I know it's a bit of a, I think it was the entire trope to say that, but I just want to see. Even if it means he's not going to be at this club very long, that phrase, like I just want him to just go out there and start playing as arrogantly as he gives off. If you know what I mean, start not running games, but just start. Take showing proper contempt for games in the sense of I'm going to piss this rather than I'm going to piss about. He's um, it's weird. He's a weird player and all because I get people like by me they being like he's had a great game and others being like he's been terrible. Like it's it, it, it's just one of them. But like I think I think for me, Dave, like where is he Gomez sort of having an impact for us? It's like if it's nil nil and we're chasing the winner or we're behind in a game and then you could maybe bring him on and drop the core back or you could bring him on and play him a bit, like a bit a bit deeper like I feel like that's where he's ultimately going to fit I don't think he's going to start many games when the core race fits but like 20-30 minutes off the bench here and there when the pace has slowed a little bit he can get his foot on the ball the quality is still there isn't it yeah absolutely I, I have I do have a lot of sympathy with him to be honest with you Matt I'm not, I'm not too sure the majority of fans would but I think I think Flusky mentioned it there when when he's on the pitch. I, I find myself really frustrated that he doesn't have anybody alongside him to go in what he plays like. You know, you can't forget this lad. A little bit cliche. Look where he come from. Look what he did. Back to your great saying that I'll probably get a tattoo of. It's the reason he joins Everton when he comes. Look who he's played alongside. Look how he learned his craft. His craft that everywhere he was, um, a completely different team. He used to have that in the way in which he plays when he comes on. Do I see him playing a load of one-twos with who we've got in the midfield to go forward at whatever time he wants to? Absolutely not. He's not at a side where he fits. And I think to his credit, he's done that since he's been back. He's looked a little bit different. He looks like he's done what he's been needed to do. That's why we've seen him a lot more. Um, starting him today, I think it's a really good tactic from Sean Dice. Keeping him fit, trying to get into that player, like you said, I don't think he's just in the starting eleven. Somebody who can change a game for you, though, there's no question about that. You get him on, he's able to do that. I think the point he's both made there about Decore is just as equal as what I'd say about putting better on next to Dominic Dominic Calvert-Lewin. So, yeah, don't don't get me wrong, I think there there were positives in a couple of players to be confident after the day. Glad they they threw Dobbin on as well. Very, very, very nearly scored as well with a lovely flick with the front post. In their goal, they nearly scored as well. It's one of the best saves I've seen all season, by the way. Wow, I yeah. thought, oh no, this is extra time. 
you're just going to freeze. You'll sat there freezing in that and thinking, we're not doing any post-match here at this part, <laughs> half 11 at night or something like that. But yeah, um, it was interesting to see you go back to Palace fans. Proper hate. Roy Hodgson had taken Eze, was it? They well, took him off. They were the two points he wanted to finish on. Virginia, um, Matt sort of thought he was just going to be... No, whatever Pickwood was fit he was going to play this season but the two games he's played against Palace sort of out of nowhere a bit really he's, he's been excellent hasn't he in both of them yeah it's just the star is born the like, <laughs> star is born yeah like, not like us to get carried away is it just, but, about, just about four weeks too late mate to sing that before Christmas <laughs> no yeah, he's like I don't even know how old he is but he's, he's not old and goalkeepers obviously age slower than other players but you know what I mean. <laughs> you having better than Robles? Are you saying that? You having him better than Robles? Us? On those two shows, not, yeah. Not, I wouldn't say quite. I don't know. No. Like, I think like when he's gone on loan, he's had a few shockers, hasn't he? Here and there. But whenever he's actually played for us, he's done relatively well. <laughs> Never seen him when he's played on loan because I'm not a nerd. But <laughs> question I've got though, because he's done that, and, and managers often did this. We know that in the history of our managers, does he play against Luton at home in the next round? Yeah. I think I probably would, yeah. yeah. You'd be happy with that, would you? Yeah. You get to that stage of competition where you can go into the last yeah. 16. I think if we got to the quarterfinals, I start to think, mm, maybe you get your best best goalkeeper in the team. Or... Fuck him off and let him cry. <laughs> I, I think, I wasn't even expecting to see him in the first game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think maybe Dice has decided to go with the cupkeeper thing. Would you also go back to, and how many times did we flip it under Moyes, not putting out a first 11 against the opponent that we had? Surely this goes back to that a little bit. Do you not, do you not see what I'm saying there with that? You'd take, well, not my favourite man anyway, but take Howard out and put Robles in or whatever, and you think we're not taking these competitions serious. It's very different now because we've got, obviously, the league to stay up in. You go back to those days and we were playing out a side that was nowhere near the first 11 and getting knocked out of the League Cup in the first round did you dare do that if you, if you dice you get, well, I mean what, what time's the um, what, what date is the next round on it's in 10 days isn't it so 10 days from now yeah. so that's between Fulham and Spurs no it's before both of them before both yeah. so that's the next game we have yeah it's really interesting that isn't it I mean uh, do you think that's doing us a favour I, I think that tends to be a little bit more positive it's a nice break isn't it and then like I think the league games after that are really solid, aren't they? Obviously, Fulham away is tricky, and then we've got Spurs and City, and then City away, which you know, hard enough in itself. But but you know he's not done anything wrong, has he so far? Like, but it, I think there will come a point. Like if we got to you know if, if we got to a game at Wembley, I mean you're, you're playing your best goalkeeper, aren't you? Then I think that's that's where. It's, I mean, if he continues to play like especially today. He, he's earned that place at Wembley on merit because he wasn't we left, just. We are getting carried away. No, that's, that's no, it. That's it. no. But he's I would say based on today's yeah. performance, if he does that in every single cup game, of course he's there to play Wembley because he wasn't just stopping shots on his line. He's coming out charging down players like yeah. you know Pickford can. He gets the whole crowd up and everything. Like his his command of the box was very good. He didn't put a single toe wrong for me the whole match, and was it, was it two matches? No goals conceded. There you go. The problem, the problem you have with that is when you get to a stage of that, and it even goes far as saying this. What are we going into now? The last thirty-two is it? Next one? Yeah. Let's get to the last sixteen. The problem comes when that goes out of your season, like you've said. There, don't care about everything else. Go for it. Which I'm broadly alongside you when you say that. When you get to a point where you get into those really sort of. The, the, the big sides you know the big times the big games you want if you're going to start thinking about the trophy that's when you sort of 
I don't know. You, you, you know what? You, I, I can't wait for the arguments about that if we get to the semi-finals. Yeah. Oh, I can't, yes. uh, who's playing Pickford or Virginia? Oh, oh bring it on! Yeah. We did, we're doing a show on Wembley Way, talking about that. I'll be absolutely yeah. made up. Um, but it's so high risk. It's it's like you know you're walking a rope with that because you think an angle. We've got England's number one there. He's, you know, he's certainly not going to be happy either. And you've got a kid there who's sort of flying the trade for an early stage in his career. But he's the one who's got us there. That's a really, really difficult difficult decision to make. And I, have, I have to say, it's got to be Jordan Pickford. I would never put you get to beyond the next one. Let's open. Imagine, imagine we're in the final. We've had Golden Virginia in every single round <laughs> running up to it, and then in the final he puts Pickford in, and he drops a howl and we lose. That's his. That's out. his entire career narrative forever. That's out, That's it? his distant moments. Oh, I wouldn't want to put that on Pickford. Yeah. I, I think this. it's undue pressure on him. One of the worst games people ever see. We're talking about who's going to play in goal when we win the cup at Wembley. Well, look, um, in about two or three months' time, we're going to we're going to get this conversation back out when we're in that position in yeah. the semis or the final. We'll do a deep dive into it. We'll get stats and everything. <laughs> um, but last last thing I wanted to say, um, Roy Hodgson, bless him, uh, really helped us out there, didn't he? Because just when I thought as he was getting into the game. Sounds like a threat for them. Um, Roy brought him off, uh, obviously keen to get back to bed, wasn't he, with his warm blanket, Long John's and hot water bottle, bless him. Um, that was one of them. Lewington alongside him as well. Lewington had short on him. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I was absolutely delighted when he made that sub because I thought Eze was just starting to look like a threat. And he hooked him, and their fans were absolutely fuming over it. Yeah, it was... Like I said at the top of the show, it was throwing in the biggest towel he could find. And he's nothing if not a pragmatist, is our lovely Roy. And we'll miss him when he's no longer managing in the league. He did regret it if they won that. You know, I'm, I'm almost certain he would have been gutted if, if Palace well, won. Well, they, they had a few chances, didn't they, to make it 1 1 at the end. It was like, oh, God, please, no, yeah. not, not, not this week. I think none of us won that. If that happened, it'd be like. Bring the FA and say both of us are out and bring someone through who's in the last round. Why do you need extra time with these replays? Like, if you can't, if you have two games, the level in both, like, sure, just go straight to penalties after the, the 90 minutes. I think I'm right in saying it's the last year. It's this, isn't it? I don't think it so. goes become like the League Cup it goes straight to pens there's a lot of talk about replays isn't there and stuff but you know, change the rules every five minutes who knows I, I've been them personally but well, it's where we got lucky that we don't have a Premier League game this weekend because it's the, the second of these, this weird well, like the winter same, break in the same breath like they they had a big break since the replay didn't they and we played against what the second as things stand the second best team in the league on Sunday and like you know for us to come through that game and look you know, win that game and look at the better of two awful sides. Admittedly, like you know, I think they deserve credit for that as well. Yeah, it, it, you mean ourselves? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, mate, absolutely. I mean, if you, if you think you're looking for more positives, which we generally are, and you particularly are, because yeah. we like to have that sort of debate, don't we? I, I think you're absolutely right. Looking at that, and if you're looking at pure results, there, um, that's the position we're in now. Matters not like we don't really care how we play. It is that result, that, that cliche. But how many times have we banged on about? Oh, he's played crap, he's played crap, but we've got a good result. For instance, tonight, Harrison, who I thought was woeful, but he didn't do well at all. A couple of other players didn't think that Neil got into the game much at all. But it was a real struggle, really, a proper crap game, like we said. doesn't matter, those can get off with that. I don't really care how they've played, as long as you don't get this result. That's the same in any any division, within, any league within, not division, any league within, and any Premier League game we've got. Um, looking forward to a 10-day break from Everton. 
Not really, to be honest. I mean, if you keep doing this, here's a big, massive slice of positivity at the end of the show. Our next match is going to be, what, 27th of January? So we're going to get to the 27th of January. We have not yet conceded the goal in 2024. This is the problem. We've got, how long did, what did you say, 10 days, is it? Yeah. Some of the stats he's been coming out with in our group lately, we've got 10 days to talk about that sort of thing, because we don't have a game. Matt's yeah. been doing the whole PSR calculations on a Twitter oh, feed, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, he but people seem to like that, what they listen to with us, so bring it on, there's a lot more of that, no doubt. We're kicking yeah. off over appeals and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. we're taking aim at the Premier League uh, <laughs> in the next 10 days. Plenty we'll of, be down there if anyone yeah. wants to meet up with us. We can take a long run up at them, because uh, we've got a lot of time to Phil but uh, listen just made up to get through tonight um, cheers to Matt and to Dave um, an absolute slog that football match but we're in uh, bring on the hatters in the fourth round and we'll speak to you soon here on the Blue Room Sports Social Podcast Network